All right, hey, I'm Chris. I'll be your GM today. Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Quick Gold Hey, I'm Justin Bourne. I play Luca, Angry Hands, Pellegrini, Pellegrino. Look at the down. Wait, this is the last episode. I still don't got it down. One day. Hey, I'm Brandon. I play Imogen Bradley. The. Hold on. Hold on. Bard? Striking an intimidating enforcer. Hi, I'm Kai. I play Talia de Natale, or Shorty for short. All right. Uh, Ryan, what happened last time? Uh, so last time we left off in Overton City, we all exited the alleyway, uh, and a few of us went our separate ways. Um, Jimmy the Hand uh, was captured by a, a van of police enforcers, uh, and Talia just decided to head off on her bike uh, and said she would meet us at John's Burgers. Um, and as me and Luca started walking away, Imogen took a phone call, um, and only Luca overheard um, that conversation. Uh, and then as we were making our way to John's Burgers, uh, we spotted some Skull Crew, and Imogen took the first shot, kill, uh, killing one of them. Uh, and then we were able to scare him off, and I pretended that we were a part of the Gonzalez crew to pin it on them. Uh, and after the fight, uh, we all survived and made our way into John's Burgers and met John Burgerman himself uh, and Luca's old friend Steven uh, and finalized our prison break-in plan using a helicopter that Imogen was able to acquire for us. Uh, we went our separate ways and went to bed and woke up next morning to meet Luca on his deathbed, I mean hospital bed, uh, and uh, we are all here, uh, Gold, Imogen, and Luca. Did I miss anything, Chris? I don't think so. That sounds about right. Um, okay, so we will open on Talia. You see, or uh, the audience sees Talia riding her motorcycle down the street, and uh, she pulls out a... Or she stops and pulls over to the side of the road, and she pulls out her cell phone to call... Who would you like to call? I think Gold is probably the most reliable person in the crew, so I'm going to call them, and I also think that I know that Gold has a phone. Yeah, not everyone has a phone, right? All right, so the phone starts ringing on your end, Gold. Uh, oh, uh, excuse me, uh, Luca uh, and Imogen. Uh, let me just... And then he, like, pulls out his old phone, uh, extends the cable, and then answers, uh, uh, hello? Gold. Hey, Gold, where are you guys? Oh, oh, uh, Talia, uh, it's... Uh, we're at the hospital. Uh, Luca's uh, in bed, but he's feeling better now. He actually sounds a lot better. His voice got deeper, and um, you know. Uh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better nowadays. <laughs> did Did you I'm get ready shot? For this. Did, did They did gave me steroids, shot? and then they gave me like a whole night of like treatment, and I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> did you get steroids because you got shot? I heard there was gunfire downtown. 
Oh, uh, yes, that was us. Uh, don't worry, we pinned it on the Gonzalez crew. Uh, and none of us got hurt. No, uh, I just went for the asthma. <laughs> oh, the bronchitis. Got it. Okay. Uh, okay, you guys stay put. I'll be there in, like, three minutes. Oh, great. Wait, what room are you in? Where should I go in the hospital? Like, how do uh, I... We, we're in uh, the seventh floor. Just tell them yeah, you're here to see uh, Luca, and then they'll probably ask you in. Hang tight. Okay. Y'all aren't in our waiting room. Yeah, I thought we were at the roof about to head out. Yeah, so y'all are in the ready room for medics. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or were we heading up the stairs, like to the roof or something yeah, like that? Just where you're getting ready to go is the ready room for medics. And it's like, go up there. Oh, uh, yeah, just uh, meet, meet us at the roof, uh, Talia. <laughs> uh, um, we'll explain uh, once you get here. Okay, sounds good. Uh, see, you, see you in a bit. All right, uh, you can just park your bike outside. Okay, Charlie's gonna peel off and park her bike like around the corner, like not in front of the hospital at all. Uh, Good call. And like chain it somewhere <laughs> that people wouldn't know, like to look that she was at the hospital. And then we'll run in and take like an emergency staircase up to the roof. All right. Um. So, question: Did you guys change into the EMT uniforms? And then also is Imogen off by herself, right? I would say, yeah, me and Luca do change. Okay. Yeah. And yes to the letter. Perfect. Okay. So as Talia goes up the stairs and heads uh, up to the roof, um, you see Luca and Gold standing there in these EMT uniforms. <laughs> And uh, for convenience sake, I'll say they have a third one ready. And uh, there is a pilot who is sitting in a uh, life flight helicopter who appears to be just kind of like checking on the uh, control panel and like letting the blades slowly ramp up the speed. But let's cut to Imogen. What What is Imogen doing right now? Sure. So... First off, like a system question, can I just produce a sniper rifle? Or do um, I need to have, have like a gear list? How do you want this to roll? We can kind of like, for convenience sake, say that you have access to one, like maybe at your apartment or something, because you guys did go home for a little while, right? Right. So you could have grabbed one when sure. you went home. So yeah, I'll, I'll make like a payphone call to like a driver and say, hey, grab this box. Don't say anything about what's in the box or anything like that. And like deliver this here, that sort of thing. Uh, cool. Thank you. Then I'm walking to probably some kind of park or something that's on the outskirts of where the prison is, right? Like what's the area around the prison? The prison itself? Oh, that's uh, well, that's pretty far from where you guys are. Mm -hmm. Are you guys? Um, I'd be taking a are... cab. Okay. They're probably flying. All right, so interestingly enough, um, when you get to, I, I will say, so the cab picks you up and takes you down the highway um, all the way west towards where that that last street is on the, on the west side. I don't know if you're looking at the map, but once uh, the cab starts to kind of point south or go south, the cab driver stops and he looks at you and he says, I'm not gonna go down there. No way, man. Fuck you, Art. Go that way. 
And so I have a stun. It's because of her striking presence. She has advantage when convincing underlings to do a thing. Mm hmm. And I'm. You know what? I'm gonna flash like a Beretta or something that she's got in her purse. And I'm gonna All call right, that. Uh, I'm gonna say that's flashy approach. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Add a plus two. Four. Four. Says, ah, all right, all right, ah, God. Uh, then he steps on the pedal and starts going forward, and then you see that there is actually a, um, a bit of a, a barricade there, like a wooden barricade, and there are special enforcers standing on either side of it. The cab just smashes through it, and then you hear the special enforcers starting to open fire on the cab. And then, um, so there's bullets raking the back of, like, the trunk. <laughs> and then, and, uh, uh, this is, uh, to set the scene a little more, it's the next morning, right? So, right. still kind of early in the morning. The sun is still rising. Um, you're driving south. The cab driver is basically sweating. Bullets nervous and just trying to make it straight south down this road but then as you go through this area you notice first of all all the buildings are like totally almost destroyed as if it's a war zone you know perfect it's just completely a mess uh rusted decayed everything and uh then you notice that there are a ton of these creatures that you like the one that you saw in the very Ooh. first alley mm-hmm and they appear to just be kind of rubbing around and and kind of looking for here. You're not sure what. They're just rubbing around. Right? Yeah. Man. Okay. But, so instead of getting out of the car to get my case, because it's probably mm -hmm. in the trunk, I'm going to like pop down like the back side, the back seat passenger. That usually you can do that and you get access to like mm -hmm. the trunk. I'm going to pop that down, grab the thing. I'm going to tip the cab driver very well, say, you've been excellent. Thank you. And step out. And I'm going to use a sneaky approach to get up inside of a ruined building uh, with that sniper rifle. Okay. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, and as this is happening, I will tell Shorty. I'll be, uh, uh, Shorty, so the plan is that uh, Imogen will... Uh, cause a scene that will require us to head on over. So we should be getting the signal at any moment. Should I change? Do I uh, yes. the empty uh, outfit? Put, put this on and he'll like throw the third empty outfit. Okay, she'll kind of like go around the corner and change really quickly and tuck her silent like a pistol into her EMT like waistband. Wow, that was quick. I know how to get things done. And cutting back to Imogen. Imogen, what are you doing? Oh, man. Uh, so Imogen's, like, looking down the site. Probably a little bit, like, waiting a little bit longer than the folks on that roof would like. Uh, waiting for yard time to come up. I'm going to try and see if I can find our Mark. The guy we're trying to bust out. Okay. Um... All right, so from the building that you're in, you see that there is quite, um, there's, there's two walls, essentially, um, that are in a 
kind of a pentagon shape mm -hmm. um, that are on the outside of the prison. And then the prison itself is shaped like a plus sign. Mm -hmm. And um, it it is also surrounded by what looks like basically just landfill type material, just tr garbage everywhere. Okay. And there are also a few of those creatures just running around in the garbage fields. Sure. Um, but you notice that there, the yard itself, where the prisoners are supposed to go outside, is like in the center of that whole uh, thing, right? Plus, yeah, the plus sign. Oh. So it's kind of like blocked off from the outside. And real quick before we do that, we didn't really like talk about that. We kind of, I did my roll and we flashed away. So I got a four on that stealth. What does that look like in these conditions? Oh, right. So you get out of the cab. You notice that the creatures start um, trying to get close to the cab. Like they react to the noise of it. And um, the cab driver just throws it in reverse and starts speeding north away from where he dropped you off. Mm -hmm. And then you slowly but surely just like silently sneak through um, these old sidewalks, kind of just like getting pressing yourself up up against walls, hiding behind garbage cans, stuff like that. And then you notice that there's this big old factory. It's like a big red brick brick uh, factory, and you are able to open the door. You kind of scan around. You notice there's none of the creatures inside. Yeah. So you start heading up the stairway up to the top of the roof, Perfect. I suppose. And this would be like some there's something here I can get to like the highest point. Maybe it's even got like a yeah. water tower on top of the factory and I get on top of that. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah. You're so does this tower. give me a level of clearance maybe to uh see into that yard on the inner on the inside of it all? Uh yeah, we'll go with that. But I'm probably gonna make the DC a little higher. Of course. Um, of course. Yeah, so tell me your approach to finding you're trying to find Linda Taylor or are you trying to find um, Yes, I am. Jeff Anderson. Are we trying to get both out, or are we trying to kill one and get one out? Trying to kill one and get another out. Sweet. So I'm waiting for yard time, right? And I'm looking for, like, any kind of sports or anything like that, and I'm waiting for, you know, that double shot, but it probably won't happen. Um, so, so ultimately, my approach here is to watch yard time and try and ID them. Um... And try and mark both of them. Gold. Did you show Imogen the photo of Linda Taylor? Almost certainly. Oh uh, yeah, I would at the hospital, I believe. Okay. We would have had that I... from the start of the mission, right? I don't think he ever showed you what she. she just... Yeah, she just told us where she was. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm having a problem with. I don't think you would. You would probably know Linda. Taylor, but not Are Jeff Anderson. Gotcha. Is Jeff Anderson bonus points? Yes. Okay. Then I'm just going to try and find Linda Taylor. All right. So you notice uh, I I could be a jerk about this and be like, no, yard time is at some random time of the day. But I would, wait. Yeah, we'll, I, I would fucking wait. I'm good. <laughs> conveniently, it's in the morning. They let them out to uh, Sweet. play basketball, I guess. So you see a bunch of people coming out to play basketball. The men and women are separated. So you scan over and look over at the women's side. And uh, you notice that there is a black-haired woman among them who looks vaguely like Linda Taylor. Sweet. 
I'm definitely going to go with a forceful approach here. Uh, no. It's going to be a clever approach. I don't want to kill her. I just want to take oh. her shoulder. I want to dis I want to dislocate her shoulder. I want... I, she's just got to be alive. Yes, I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> Who do you think's going to get left flighted? I, I don't know why I didn't see this plan coming. Like, I thought you were just going to shoot some random person. And no, it, that's like, how it starts. Okay. Yeah, because it's coming as EMTs. It's perfect. That makes sense. Okay. Um, is the clever approach work here? You tell me. What is your approach? My approach here is that I'm going to shoot her to get EMTs called in uh, to lifelight her back to the hospital. And I'm assuming I am hoping that I can milk a clever approach out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll clever. Uh, does any of your stuff work for that? Let's see. Striking and intimidating. Not really. Yeah, no. But I mean, I'm going to burn every expendable I've got. Um, How does that work here? Yeah, let me see. I'll give you some aspects. Um, I would say that I would say that the aspects or well aspects for Linda would be unguarded. Let me think about this for a second. I'm sorry. No sweat. Um, Walk us through your thought process here so we can really pick, pick apart this. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out what you would necessarily need to invoke. Um, so maybe not paying attention, inattentive mm -hmm. or unguarded would be an aspect for this. She won't be expecting it. You're right. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, among the other obvious stuff, like imprisoned, surrounded, stuff like that. So right. maybe, maybe unassuming would be the aspect that you would need to invoke for this. All right. Yeah. So because okay. she's, she's out doing yard time she's busy watching like the other crowds of folks and she's not really necessarily thinking about a threat from outside of the prison nor there. even just specifically being targeted herself there we go let's go with distracted distracted as Wait. as the aspect that you would burn a fate point to invoke okay so i'll burn a fate point to invoke the distracted aspect that gives me like a plus one plus two plus two so i'll roll clever plus two yes Bada bing. So four. Um, four. Okay. Four just barely makes it. So. Yeah. I am going to say you aim. So you are aiming for her shoulder, right? Yes. I'm, basically, um, I'm, I'm aiming to like not kill her just to shoot her real good. Yeah. You. You take aim for her shoulder, but at the last, I mean, the moment you pull the trigger, she starts to turn. Ooh. So the bullet rips into her, uh, into her palm and blows straight through it, blowing half of her hand off. Uh -huh. And then in that exact moment, a person who was standing in front of her was bending over to get the ball. And you catch them square in the head. And that lady gets shot through the head. And then she just collapses onto the ground. And then you see chaos ensues. 
Of course. As Linda grabs her hand frantically and starts waving it around, blood is spurting everywhere, and all the inmates are just going crazy. Like, people are taking this as an opportunity to start fighting each other. The guards are going crazy. Batons are coming out. None of that is my problem. I start cleaning the gun up, uh, making sure there's, like, (laughs) a casing. I grab all of that. Okay. (laughs) And then you hear the alarms are blaring as well. Of course. Then you also see the creatures are starting to react to all this sound as well. The sirens or my gunshot specifically? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, both of them. Sweet. I'll have to uh, bust my way off of here. I have no phone, so I'm definitely on my own. I do have Berettas, but I'd rather not use those. So I'm probably going to end up using a sneaky approach to get out of here. Do we want to do that or do we want to flash away to the hospital? Yeah, I was going to cut away to the hospital. Sweet. Um, you guys see the pilot gets, gets a call on his radio, and then he looks over to you guys, and he looks quite confused as well. Uh, looks like it's time to go. Yeah, it's go time. Gold will yeah. like get in. Uh, what's the situation? Oh, you're opening the door to the helicopter? Yeah. Alright, so the pilot says, We gotta call the prison, we gotta go! Alright, uh, take us over there. Uh, and Gold will get in and bring in the stretcher. Okay. So what are Luca and Talia doing? Um, Luca's getting his headset on and helping with, uh, I guess, setting up what would be... He's kind of BSing, the, like he knows what he's getting set up for. <laughs> okay. Like, he gets, like, I don't know, med kits. There we go, med kits. And then gets yep. headphones on. Or in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, t- Talia's just gonna um, run into the grab her backpack and run into the helicopter, put on a headset, and say, finally something's happening. Alright, uh, so you guys get all loaded in, and then uh, the helicopter takes off. And then, uh, so it flies about, um, a few, yeah, just a few minutes to get over there. It flies southwest, and this is the first time you've got a truly aerial view of the city you can the first thing that you notice is definitely how bad it looks on the south side of the main highway it's like completely just destroyed um you know terrible decay on uh this area that you're flying over and then you notice that this whole area actually is blocked off which you you've seen some of the barricades that you didn't realize the extent to which this whole area is like completely just closed off by the special enforcers and um yeah you notice those creatures the strange zombie like creatures are traveling around everywhere and then you get to the point where you see that old factory where Imogen just uh was standing on the water tower and you notice that there are a lot of those creatures like trying to get through the door of that factory and then, but the helicopter doesn't pay any attention to that. It just keeps flying over to the prison that is all the way far to the southwest. And then, uh, um, do we sorry, have like a, does our headset connect with the pilots? Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Pilot, first day on the job uh, here. 
Uh, who are those people? You haven't heard about those? Uh, no, no, they didn't uh, teach me that in uh, the training for helicopter flights. Empty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about the creatures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to be some kind of... I don't know. Some people call them demons. Some people say they're dead. I don't know. We've been spotting them all around town. I've seen them when I've been flying over, but uh, no one really knows what they are. Have they shown themselves to be aggressive much? Or are they just kind of hanging out, being cool? <laughs> yeah, they definitely show themselves to be aggressive. They've been killing people. Oh my. Oh, That's why yeah. they blocked off this whole area. Do you know where they first started coming from or when first started showing up in this area? Yeah, actually I do. They came from the... They seem to come from uh, port areas. The closer they are to the ocean, the the more they... Or closer to the, you know, the, the ports where the ships are coming in and out with Neon Corp. When was the first time you saw a uh, zombie, I guess we're going to go with? I've uh, been about uh, a couple weeks now. First started seeing them. God, how am I only finding out about this? Ah, uh, well, you know Valentine. He likes to keep things under wraps. Wow. Uh, do, do they get a vote in the upcoming election? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, it was a serious question. Oh, um, oh uh, that looks like a prison we're coming up on. <laughs> All right, so the the pilot slowly but surely lands the helicopter. Um, as you, as I described to Brandon, it there's like two pentagon-shaped uh, walls, and uh, then the prison itself is this kind of depressing gray structure that's in the shape of a plus sign with like a circle in the middle. That is the like outdoor area. Um, he sets it down on the north side of the plus sign, or the upper part of the plus sign, if that makes sense. And uh, there is a similar type um, doorway and like the, the little roof box structure. Um, but this one has a prison guard that's like standing by the door waiting for, for you guys and uh, has the door like cracked open and you see that there is actually a second guard on the other side of the door who seems to be fumbling with something and the pilot when he lands it down he just like keeps it running so what would you guys like to do I say we grab the stretcher and run in I'll hold a uh, side of the stretcher, maybe two and one, or all three on one side. It'll be really interesting. I'll uh, pull up on the rear, I guess, so like we have two on either Ooh. one on each side and then one on the back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys start hustling over to the door. And I'm just uh, gonna start yelling, "Medics! Medics! Let, let us through! Let us through!" Alright, so you see the guard uh, doesn't question it, and the, he's holding a um, a dead body in 
Yeah, one of them is like dragging the dead body of the person who got shot in the head and like kind of pulling it, pulling it over so that that can be extracted. And then the other person has Linda Taylor and is like pulling her, or not pulling her, but you know, just kind of like escorting her up the stairs, helping her get up there. But then you also see another man who is rushing up the stairway. So you're you're inside this um, structure that leads to the roof. It's like the little stairway that goes down a floor, and the the stairs kind of spiral upwards. So behind and the, the guard and Linda, there's a there's a man who seems to be rushing upwards. Why are they bringing Linda upstairs and not towards the medic? Up the stairs? Yeah, you said that she's walking up the stairs. Yeah, like they're they're escorting her up the stairs towards towards you guys. us. Oh, towards okay. us. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And the other guy, what does he look like? Uh, he's wearing an inmate, like an orange uniform, and he is wielding a shiv. And he is rushing forward. Towards us? Yes. Gold, you recognize him. Uh, I'll make eye contact with him and then just like shake my head. He shakes his head. And he looks extremely angry. Angry? I'm gonna whisper yes. to Gold who is this. I recognize him from the family? I'll send you a PM and I'll. Ask. Yeah, uh, is there what? Why do 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 I see what who he's mad at? Is he mad at us or? Uh, Linda. Mad at Linda. Yeah. So he's going to try to stab Yes, he's trying to stab. Yeah. Linda. No, that's how I thought it was. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'll. Uh. Oh, uh. I will like. Well, I will. Uh, I, I, can I uh, do like an action? I think actually or... what we should do is roll for quick. Okay. And then just kind of go into initiative and ask everybody what they're doing. Alright, I got a two. Can we all roll? Yeah, go ahead. I got a zero. I got a one. Right. Luca got a one. Alright, um. Hold on. I'm trying to find that fate dice roller. Oh, you can't just arbitrarily roll fate dice because you need them attached to a character? No, I'm trying to roll them behind the screen. I see. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Alright, so... 2 zero, one. He's Bold. coming up the stairs up towards y'all? Yeah. Y'all should be invoking, like, you have the high ground, he can't win. I'll just, I'll leave. Um. Yeah, let's go ahead and give him some aspects. Angry. Rushed. Impatient. Yeah, low ground. On the low ground. And the stairway is... Tight quarters, low visibility, 
and noisy because of the helicopter blades. Alright, let's do that. And then gold, you're you're up first. Alright, so, uh, so we're on the roof. There's two staircases or one staircase? There's one staircase leading upward. And so there's guards with sorry, I'm just trying to remember everything. Yeah, so there's a guard um who is basically on the helicopter pad because he's on the other side of the doorway, right? Okay. And then there is a guard who is bringing, who's like adjacent to Linda, who's bringing her upward, um, who's inside the stairwell. And then you guys are like right, standing right in the doorway, like about to go in the doorway. Okay. So we're heading towards the doorway. She's coming towards us. And right. Then, uh, behind her is is where I see him. Yeah, there's the guy. <laughs> okay. I yeah. will. Okay. What uh, Gold will do is he'll like hop over the bed, and then uh, there's a guard up there with that dead body, right? The one that got shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah, he's dragging. Uh, I'll like quickly yell, uh, "Come with me." And then I will continue to run. And then he's at the staircase. Uh, yeah, he's like below on the staircase. Okay. So would I be able to squeeze past Linda and the guard? Hmm. Uh, tell me how you would approach that. Uh, Gold would just kind of try to slide underneath between. Because I'm assuming they're like holding like one Linda Taylor's arm is going to be around the guard correct yeah yeah he would just try to like slide in between their legs <laughs> okay um I would go with Nikki maybe or no um careful I got a three okay uh, yeah, so you managed to just brush past them, and then you are standing in front of the man. Uh, I'll, like, uh, I'm assuming that that's, like, my action for my turn is, like, to get up right next to him. Yeah. I can't, like, do anything else. Oh, man, I need to look at the book. I would assume you can, like, move and then attack, uh, you know, would be the basic action economy. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you get it in the oh no you're good I'm, I'm just gonna say for now I think it's like move and then an action alright uh okay I'll look at him and kind of have both my hands up like as he's has this shiv uh and say like whisper uh at a low level uh cousin what are you doing he says get away get away from this what are you doing here come to make sure that you stay alive uh and at that point I'm gonna just tackle him. Okay, tell me. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to. Yeah. I'm like, just gonna try to. As like he's speaking, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I would, I would say I'd know him quite well uh, as he is a part of my family. Oh, okay. Uh, so knowing like that, and I would try to clever, like know what I know about his movements, kind of use that against him. So knowing where, like, he's, he's right-handed dominant, so he usually likes to swing with that right hand first. 
I'll like yeah. duck underneath it, grab that arm, and then just like kind of try to pin him to the ground. All right. So you're using your stunt. Uh, yeah, I'd okay. like to create an advantage, if possible. Okay. Um. I, or. Yeah. Well, you are. You're not necessarily attacking him, right? Not necessarily, no. I don't want to so, hurt him. I just want to just try to contain him. I would say that you're overcoming him. Okay. Is your action. Sure. Probably force, or what? what's your approach going to be? I'm just going to try, like, knowing we've probably, like, fought before I've seen him fought, just knowing mm -hmm. what he does, I'm going to try to, like, not hurt him, but, like, use his momentum and then just, like, throw him to the ground. Like, wherever his first swing is, just grab his arm and just toss him on the ground. Right, but I mean, out of your six approaches, are you going to be, are you going to do that forcefully or flashy? I don't want to, I don't want to hurt him, so I would say I'll try to do it carefully. Carefully? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that and do a plus two on that. For All your right. Stunt. Ooh, zero but plus two, so two. Um, let's see. Um, Sorry, that was an accident. No, it's okay. So, uh-oh. Uh, he, uh, he defends himself. He, he doesn't really, he doesn't want to stab you in this situation, but you're stopping him from meeting his goal. So, he, um, he, he forcefully, um, like kind of you all right so you're going towards his right hand right you're trying yeah. to get get him to stop his stabbing motion so he goes left and then kind of like goes past you to the left and then pushes you back down the stairs like where he came from so he kind of just like judos you out of the way and then you actually take three shifts for that because all he right, just I'll like knocks you forward down the stair or yeah downward you start hitting the stairs. I'll uh, so I can put that on my stress, right? On my three bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put that on my three bucks. As or I you can. You can do two and one if you'd rather do that. It's up to you. Oh um, no, I'll just do the three. Okay. So you uh, you started falling down the stairs and you get hurt, like smacking your head on the stairway. Uh, it's okay. We're EMTs. We can help you. <laughs> Then we go to Talia. What are you doing in this situation? I actually think that uh, Luca will tie than I did. Yeah, I got a one. She got a zero. Oh, why did I? Wow. Okay, I messed that up. Yes, Luca. What are you doing in this situation? Does Luca recognize uh, the family member of Gold? Because he doesn't, he has his alternative motives. Um. Hmm. I don't think that you know that. He's too he, low level, Grant. Yeah, but you, you can tell something's up. You you saw Gold was trying to talk to him as if he knew him, and you know, the question is, why does he? know this random inmate who's trying to kill Linda. Luca just sees everything. He doesn't know what to do. 
<laughs> it's just always catching things happening. <laughs> um, he goes and tries to uh, stop. Uh, what was the guy's name that we're not supposed to know his name? <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. We go. I try to go and um, I kind of do a dive downstairs recklessly to help him, I guess, or to hold him back. Okay. <laughs> or subdue. Right. There we go. Subdue. That's the word. Tell me what your approach is. Okay. Um, so in my head, we're on top of the building, and they're bringing up the patient, but they're really close to the top, and they just fell down the stairs, or uh, Gold fell down the stairs, and then now he's uh, Luca goes through the doorway and into the stairs and kind of like dives really re- haphazardly, recklessly towards uh, Jeff, you said? Yeah. So maybe that is um, um, forceful? Yeah, it's nothing he's good at, but he just sees an opportunity. He's enraged right now. No one knows why. <laughs> yeah, I'll go uh, forceful. Okay. Go ahead, and, go ahead and roll it. Or would it be flashy? Because he's all like diving all dramatically unnecessarily. <laughs> it's your call. Okay, I'll go flashy. All right. So yeah, it's flared to it. He uh, kind of torpedo rolls in the middle of it whenever he's diving. So it's kind of like a, uh, let's see, what was his name from wrestling where he would do the spear? <laughs> it's kind of like uh, that. Edge. Oh, was it Edge? I was thinking that uh, one WCW guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're, are you attacking? Yeah, I'm attacking. I'm attacking. Like, the the takedown is the attack. Okay, gotcha. Alright, go ahead and roll flashy. Oh, nice. Roll the four. Alright, so, um, yeah, you got... Wow. You got a lot of shifts on him. So, I'm gonna say... I'm gonna let you decide how badly you hurt him in this situation. You, you definitely get enough shifts on him in order to take him out. So, um, you tell me. It's a big decision, you... huh? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I know Luca. I know what he's uh, capable of. And, unfortunately, in this situation, he would totally just kill him. Like, without any, any regret. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes him down fucking hard. And head first. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So you tackle him with full force and fury. And uh, when you slam down onto the ground, you notice that uh, this guy, this stranger, uh, falls in such a way that the back of his skull smashes onto the concrete stairs. And it just, like, kind of cracks like an egg. And his eyes are, are, like, kind of just go blank. There's just a swift motion, like you just tackle him, his head hits the ground with a sickening crack, and then he's just like, blah, and then he doesn't seem to be alive anymore. Without concern or even missing a beat, he extends his hand out to gold to help him up. <laughs> like it didn't even happen. <laughs> like gold, uh, not seeing the scene, will like take his hand, and as he like makes it up to the top of the staircase, uh, sees his cousin lying there, he'll say, Ah, oh, cousin, I tried to help you, I really did. And then, uh, 
will like walk with Luca. He has like a ringing headache back and help uh, Linda Taylor. Okay. Um, let's go to Talia. How do you react to all this? Okay, I think the first thing in my mind is, oh my god, we're supposed to get this lady out of here and now her hand is like almost shot clean off. So I'm mm. going to rush up to Linda Taylor in the garden and say, ma'am, we need to get you out of here. We're going to take care of you. Let's get you to the hospital. And I'll say thank you to the guard and like try to carefully like put pressure on the wound so she doesn't bleed out, I guess, if that can be my approach. Does sure. the guard see everything that's happening between Luca, Gold, and what was Jeff? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're going to deal with that in a second. Okay. <laughs> I just want to see what Talia's doing. Yeah, Talia's just trying to like act as much like a real EMT as she physically can, even though she just saw everything that's happening to try and like mitigate any sort of like guard reaction. So she's just going to be like, we need to take care of you. Let's get you to the helicopter. So Let's she's going to act like the legitimate EMT. Yeah, exa- exactly. We just threw that, that guy's off <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Okay, so on your turn, Talia, um, the the guard that is on the roof um, helps you load Linda Taylor into the back of the helicopter, and uh, you along with her, I, I suppose. And then um, you notice the guard in the stairs uh, steps into the door frame that separates the roof from the stairs and is pointing his gun down at um gold and luca uh <laughs> i didn't know what to do um i guess i'm going to try and say so so is this is there anybody else like injured down there and can, can really try and sneak up to him and disarm him if that's possible <laughs> um yeah i mean tell me what your approach is I think I'm going to either try to carefully or cleverly disarm the guard after I get Linda Taylor into the helicopter. Plus, she's so small, they wouldn't see her as a threat, maybe? Yeah, like, I'm definitely smaller than all of them. I look like an EMT. I'm probably covered in some other lady's blood. (laughs) I tried to be helpful. (laughs) Um, Um, And could I? um, I I was just wondering if there's any of, like, anything that I could, like, use a fake dice to like help me do this um let's see uh for the guard for the guard i would say he i'll give him the aspect of distracted and irritated (laughs) okay i guess i'm going to burn a fake guy to get a plus two because he's distracted and probably wouldn't see me as a threat, I'm gonna roll clever to disarm. Okay. Yeah, because he has his back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Is it some kind of like Austin Powers judo chop? Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna like sneak up to him and like be like like put an arm on like a hand. I'll just I'll roll and see if I actually do anything. Though. So I get a four. Okay. Or I roll the two um... and then plus two. I'm gonna give him a chance to defend himself. Okay. Uh, so yes, you you can disarm him in it in a way that you would like to describe. Okay. So I'm gonna run up to him and say, "Sir, sir, is there anybody else injured?" Put my hand on his shoulder, 
and kind of like slide my arm down, kind of like knee him in the kidney and rip the gun out of his hand. He's like, Ugh, what the fuck? You see him grab for his radio. And I pull the gun on him and say, don't you fucking dare. All right, we'll go back to gold. Uh, so... What, so what's happening with the guard? He's, he's grabbing <laughs> he's, his radio? Yeah, he's standing in the doorway between you and Talia. And he's disarmed. he's disarmed and he's about to call somebody on his radio. And then wasn't there a second guard? The second guard got into the... Oh, you know what? No, he didn't get into the helicopter. Yeah, he's, he's turning to react as well. <laughs> I keep forgetting that how many guards there are. Alright. Uh, yeah, there's a guard near the helicopter, but he's not as close as the guard in the doorway. Uh, Gold will uh, say, oh, th thank you, uh, Luca. Uh, and he will go towards Jeff and take a necklace that, Je uh, that Jeff would wear, and he'll run towards the guard to... Uh, see he would try to he don't he wouldn't want to hurt the guard so he'll try to like carefully break the radio on him is it's in his hand yeah like he'll try to like knock it out of the hand and smash it okay what is your approach uh he would try to do that uh i guess i don't know carefully because he doesn't want to hurt the guard okay yeah. Go ahead and roll for it. Uh, got a two. Alright, uh, he tries to defend himself. Uh, he moves. You grab onto his hand and he tries to pull it away from you, but you're just too quick. So you smash the radio. Yeah, I'll just like knock it out of that and smash the radio. Uh, say, what? Uh, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to save this woman you just kill a guy what the fuck well uh, that's is his fault his decision his mistake <laughs> he just tries to continue backing away out of your out of your range and then we go to Luca Luca you notice the guard that is near the helicopter is now pointing his gun at you guys. Do right. I see any kind of like keys or anything hanging off of him or anything that could be useful? Uh, yeah. I'll say, yeah, the one that was escorting Lin Linda definitely does have keys. Something Goldberg. That's the guy who had the spear in WCW, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that was it. Uh, so he goes and just spears the other guy it's very wrestling like at this moment but he goes and spears the other guard as he's getting his gun pre prepared okay so coming out of the stairway you just run just over charge. there charge okay there's no uh finesse on this one we're just gonna i'll try using a fate Force. point well okay with forceful um is that how it works or do i just yeah uh, i'll say that the guard has the I'm trying to think of what would, what you would invoke against him. Low visibility or low or noisy helicopter. Um, 
the blades from the helicopter are distracting him. Ooh, maybe he's just not as aware of the situation or even where Luca is. Yeah. Yeah, you can burn a fate point to uh, to invoke the distracted by noisy blades. Okay, how do I invoke one? I just add it? Yeah, you just add the plus two. And then take away my current to two? Well, you just roll for forceful. Mm-hmm. And then whatever your result is, you... Uh, you just add two on there. Okay, and where's these fate points? All right, I don't. I just it's in my head. Okay, it's in your character sheet. So it, is that it'll be the under refresh and then current and current. Yeah, you drop down to one. Uh, I think you have three to start with, so you go down to two. Okay. Or I did you burn know. one earlier? No, I haven't burned one yet. This is my first time to use the fate point. I think. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so he goes and spears him uh, while he's not paying attention as closely as he should because there's so much going on and he can't, you know, process everything. Okay. Well, you needed it, so you got a zero because you had a ne you have a negative two, but then you had a plus two, so you got a zero. Let's see how he does. Um, yeah, so you go to. Um, you go to try to spear him, and as you're running forward, he shoots at you, and he has he has one shift on you. So I'm gonna say the bullet doesn't really hit you, but it's I don't know. Maybe you trip and you lose your footing, and you hurt your foot. Stub a toe in the stair. Yeah. So you take one shift. Is that a stress point? Yeah. Got it. Then we will go to Talia. What would you like to do? Okay, so one of the guards is disarmed and doesn't have a radio and is just walking away. And the other <laughs> one is trying to shoot Luca, who just took yes. himself on his face. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to... Hmm. I like don't want to hurt the guy either because I kind of feel bad about the situation because the guards don't know what we're doing. Um, I guess I'm going to try and like persuade the guard and say like pull my gun out and say hey 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 we're just trying to get these people out of here we don't want to hurt you we just don't want to get hurt someone's bleeding out in the helicopter can we just go. I don't know what I need to roll for that. I'm trying to like cleverly get us out of the situation carefully. I don't know. I like oh. clever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna roll, roll clever and just hope for the best. I called a zero. <laughs> Damn, uh, okay, let's see. Well, I have a mental roll against you. <laughs> um. So he says, fuck no, put your weapons down. And then he, he continues to point his gun at you and uh, he actually gets a shift on you, like a mental shift. So you're actually intimidated a little bit. So he okay. needs to, to deal with one stress for that. Okay, what does stress do? Can you remind? Uh, it's just like how, uh, oh, so on your character sheet, you have these um, stress boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Whenever you check all off, um, 
<clears throat> you it's kind of like your HP it's like mental and physical um, and okay. it, it just it, I'm trying to think of how to explain <laughs> it's like uh, keeping track of how much uh, how many different problems in a situation you can endure before you're taken out if that makes sense okay so like one it doesn't do anything to like my roles or anything no but I like just have in the back of my mind be like okay this guy's terrifying right okay that's fine i guess i'm just going to yell to gold be gold help us <laughs> <laughs> we need to get out of here all right uh let's cut to imogen real quick at the end of the round okay what you want uh what are you doing in this situation? You see the helicopter go down into the or onto the prison roof, but you don't see it coming back up again very quickly. So do I have line of sight to the top of the roof? Yeah, you do. Do I see some shit? Uh, or are they all? Are they still inside? Maybe. You you definitely can see this situation unfolding. Oh, nice. So, uh, could you roll for a quick? Real quick. Absolutely. Unintended. Negative one. Perfect. Which I guess puts me where I am at in the round, huh? Yep. Yeah, you can see this unfolding, so what would you like to do? Um. So there's a guard who's kind of messing up the plan? Yes, he's standing next to the helicopter and pointing his uh, gun at Talia. Man, I'm just. Are there other guards around? Or is it just this one dude? There's oh one yes, you, yeah. There's one near Luca as well. All right, so I want to shoot this guy so that his blood goes on the other guy, and the other guy like realizes like he's in some shit. Okay. Right? Oh well, actually, the other one was near Gold. So there's one that's by Luca and Talia, and then there's one that's by Gold. Okay. The one that's by Luca and Talia is the one that's armed. My approach stands. The one that's by Luca and Gold that is armed, I want to shoot and I want to have the blood flash on the other so that he fuck stands down. All right. This is me finagling this into a flashy approach. Okay. <laughs> do you buy that or do you shoot me down? Well, um... They're definitely both distracted, so you could invoke that as well. Sure, sure. To give yourself a plus two. Uh-huh. Yeah, so go for it. Okay. This plus two. <laughs> Six. All right, so... Um, where were you, where, <laughs> where were you aiming on the other one? Uh, probably for the neck or the head, whichever would get the most, like, blood. Probably the neck, right? I'm really going for, like, a blood shower on his buddy. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, yeah, you get enough shifts on him to where, yeah, it, it... Or, yeah, you tell me, how, how does this look? Man, so, the, um, that dude with the gun just... The bullet passes through the meat of the neck in such a way that, like, there's not, like, a massive shockwave of resistance, like it's hitting bone or anything like that. There's really just a sound, right? 
And with that, the blood just starts spurting out of the exit wound and just all over the other dude. And he's falling down, kind of gurgling. There's not so much like shock at the weapon. I was like, what the heck just happened? Was I just stung by a bee? That's not a bee. And this is, I, and then passes out, right? And his buddy's looking at him like, the hell? And then like probably actually sees the flash of like the scope of my rifle in the distance however far away i am on the top of a building right yeah and just probably at this point realizes he's out in the open on top of a building um and these people are trying to get out and he's making the situation worse yes so when it comes around to his turn after yours uh the one that's remaining that also was disarmed and had his radio smashed just kind of gives up he puts his hands up and then he takes a knee and he he's just he's just like uh like shaking his head no like no please don't kill me but the other thing is the the helicopter pilot has been watching all this unfold and he's just like shaking his head as well To be um, fair, like the group main group has not been tied to the shooter at all. Like they're <laughs> just trying to do their job. <laughs> That's true. Um All right, well, do we want to take a break on the hour and then we'll find out what happens? That sure. sounds fantastic. Okay. All right, so uh those of you on the roof see the guard who was standing near to the helicopter um you see him just get killed by some unknown force a bullet passing through his neck uh blood sprays all over talia and luca um the other guard visibly surrenders by putting his hands up and taking a knee as well and then you see the pilot um reacts to this uh, in a very um, worried and confused type of expression, as far as you can read, uh, past a helicopter pilot helmet, and then uh, he looks like he's getting ready to take off. Like he will probably take off in an, in a few seconds if you guys don't do anything. And um, just to stay in initiative here, uh, after Imogen. We go to the enemy who surrendered, and then we go to gold. All right. What would you like to do? Uh, so gold will say, oh, "This is gotten very messy." Uh, uh, he will like move past the guard who surrendered, go try to get to in the helicopter before it takes off. If that's possible. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, he will take out his weapon. That he's been stowing underneath his EMT outfit mm-hmm. uh, and say, uh, you are not leaving here without us. Um, is there like a rope or something that propels downward on this? Probably <laughs> or, like, not. A not ladder? for a life flight. No, that's no. more like a police helicopter where they can repel. Okay. This wouldn't really have that, I don't think. Or maybe it would if they have the ones where you can extract people like from... Yeah, let's just go ahead and say it would it would have that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, 
and then Gold will tell uh, Gold tell Luca and Talia to 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 get into the helicopter. Uh, and as he's like pointing the gun at the pilot, I uh, will say, uh, "Take us to the uh, vitamin store." Okay. And he's then like, this vitamin is a store. Great and random request. Yeah. Vitamin store. Where is that? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell you where it is in the city. Uh, and then uh, he's like, did anyone he's chime like... in here? Because she's bleeding. Real bad. No, I'm going. I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do on my turn. Is going to fix it. Uh, and then Gold will look at Luca and say, "No witnesses," and then give him like a little wink. Luca spears the pilot. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he'll say like, "No witnesses." Uh, they've seen our faces. The pilot is like, who the fuck are you guys? Uh, if you want to know the answer to the question, I'll have to kill you. So just drive and act like none of this ever happened. Fine. All right. He motioned, uh, like he waves for Talia and Luca to to join him or to get into the helicopter we go to Luca what would you like uh, to do Luca acts like he's going with the plan of going into the helicopter but as everyone gets in the or if are we getting in the helicopter or are we getting out of this yeah yeah we're, we're trying to leave okay Luca's not trying to leave he came here for this moment. Um, so Luca sneaks off away from the group. Uh, if, if, you know, Chris and I have talked about this, I think it should be okay. I hope I'm not derailing too much. But um, he I, essentially, Luca wants to get to the security room and uh, release the prisoners. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, yeah, goes <laughs> downstairs. Uh, I take the keys from the prison or from the uh, security guards, or one of the two, or both of them, just to be safe. I'll say that only one of them had keys. Okay, and um, and sorry, we can ahead. make this quick too. It doesn't yeah. have to be this whole ordeal of you know roll this, roll that, but just kind of like Luca knows the layout of the prison has been preparing for this, but the group is not aware of this. Has been preparing for this for a while, um, so he knows the layout. He knows how to get to the PA system, um, which is going to be his first stop, and then probably seeing if he can release everybody from the security system. Yeah, it's actually not far from where you are. When you when you go down the stairs, you notice that there is like a, um, you're you're on like the administrative side of the building. So it's like there's the mess hall, the kitchen, and and then um, there's like a tucked away hallway that leads to a, a side building, like a long hallway. Then there's a side building that goes into the administration area where there's like the the actual offices and stuff. And and control centers and everything like that. So you, um, well, are you are you bothering to like 
change into a guard outfit or do anything like that because there would be guards like asking you what you're doing unless you um, unless you do that i guess the guard outfit would probably be the better idea and then like whenever he gets on the pa all hell will break loose <laughs> yeah pretty much like, okay yeah, okay so um luca gets dressed up in one of the guard outfits it just happens that they're a uh, m- middle-aged you know uh chubby white guy body and it happens to match up with luca um he takes out all the the whole kit puts it on goes down the corridor the the hallways to the main room i guess there's the the more administrative stuff Mm -hmm. um makes it to the pa uh gives wait no i should go to security and then do or you said they were nearby right yeah it's kind of all in the same area Okay, so he gets the uh, the hacking done or whatever for the security all but one push and then makes a speech before he releases everybody, if that's possible. Or do I need to roll for something? I kind of just want to see where this is going. Okay, so. okay. Yeah. What, what so did you say? He, he gets on the PA speaker. He's like, they will not rule us anymore. No more fear. Any enemy of my enemy is free. Be free from this corrupt system. Be free from the Martins. They do not run the city. We fucking do. And then hits the button or tries to hit the button to make this all happen. Okay. <laughs> All right, so there's like a series of six uh, buttons that will release the cells on the west, the east, and the south wings. You hit all six, uh, or yeah, six buttons in a row, and uh, all the cell doors fly open, and you hear chaos ensue. Uh, There's a lot of screaming, there's a lot of shooting, and then you notice that there is... uh, uh, you can also in this room you see there's like security cameras everywhere and so you're watching all this unfold on your cam on the cameras and then you see people flowing out towards the northwest side of the outdoor structure okay uh towards the gate system so there's like a front gate that's like sort of the only way in and out through these double walls and people are just kind of flooding through. Some people are fighting guards, some people are fighting each other, but there's, for the most part, there's like a screen. Yeah. Um, Okay, so my next move just depends on what uh, Gold and Shorty do. Do y'all leave me or do y'all, like I didn't communicate any of this to y'all, so y'all have to kind of figure out, do y'all want to leave me and I just go find my own way out and spear my way out (laughs) or, do y'all wait just a minute and I could run back or something? Another thing, yeah. Another thing I should tell you real quick uh, is that, you know, the, so the walls are like a pentagon shape, right? So at each angle of the pentagon, there is a gun tower, and those gun towers are just like open firing okay. on everyone and everything. So just yeah. throwing that out there as well. Hell yeah. Can we... Hit from the roof. Can we hear this PA system saying like the Martin family doesn't run the city? Yeah, you heard the speech. Okay, then I'm absolutely on my turn going to run into the helicopter and say that man's a fucking narc. He either works for the police or works for a different crime family. What fucking be? And I'm going to ru- like run into the helicopter and say we go now, and then start um, trying to like put pressure and like clean and like. See all this wound on Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
gold will like immediately try to dial uh, a contact that you might have in the uh, to tell them that they're about to arrive. I don't know whether that would be John uh, Miller. Yeah, John Miller. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can call him up. Yeah, uh, John. Like... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll like call him up and say, uh, "Hey, it's Gold. Uh, you're gonna need to send one of the family doctors uh, to the vitamin store. Uh, we're, we we have Linda, and we're, we're about to bring her." All right. Sounds good. Uh, she's not hurt, is she? Uh, she is very, very hurt. She lost her hand, lost a lot of blood, uh, could die at any moment, but we should be this ship. That's not good. Yeah, I hope, uh, I hope Mark, uh, wasn't a left-handed kind of guy, because, uh, that's... Looks good. I'm not sure how to take that, but alright, I'll tell him. Alright, yeah. <laughs> Man, they could have at least put the extra hand in, like, a Ziploc bag with some ice cubes. Wasn't it like blood We didn't have that! Thing? You shook it off <laughs> I imagine it was blown off. Yeah. Yeah. You shot it with a sniper rifle. I don't know how intact it would have been. <laughs> it's it's pieces. Um so oh to so cutting to Talia really quick, you're so you're starting to like pre put pressure on the wounds, right? Yeah, I'm yelling um, get us out of here and then putting pressure on the wound, taking one of the med kits that's in the the thing and trying to like it goes it up, put pressure on it, clean it. Tell me, uh, tell me what your approach is because I, I want to have you roll for this because I'm. Okay, I would sure. be doing something. I, 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 I would try to be doing it carefully because I don't want to cause her any pain. And I don't know if they told me this, but like her being like the John's lover or whatever, I'm going to like be very careful and try to salvage as much as I can. So I'm not trying to do things quickly, but very carefully to salvage okay. as much as I can. Sure. Okay. Two. Two. Alright. So, yeah. You actually managed to, despite not really being an EMT, you managed to go with your basic knowledge of, like, apply pressure, you know, um, putting some bandage tape on the wound, and you managed to actually stop the bleeding in this, in this instance. Great. That's what I was having you roll. Panicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just having you roll. Like, can you? Actually... Like, I don't even. Would I know that it was Imogen that shot that other guard? I don't know. That's I don't a good think question. I would because I, I, don't I didn't even see so. Imogen leave, so I don't know if we were about to die or anything. But she's just like, get us out of here. You do know that Imogen is the only one not here, and there's like a mystery sniper who's been shooting people. So <laughs> you could potentially put two and two together. That's true. It hits um, you later in the shower, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute." Speaking of Imogen, let's cut to her real quick. You are trying to exit the old factory, correct? Well, I hadn't yet. I was really just making sure that they were able to take off safely. Okay. Right, and All so right, I good. think that's been accomplished. Yeah, you see the helicopter decidedly take off and head. Um, eastward towards the towards Midtown. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, do I see like does it look particularly bad in my case of like the zombies starting to like approach the building and such? Oh yeah, there's like a hundred of them all trying to get in there. Ah uh, hell. 
Would the rope be able to be thrown down? I I thought that might be what you're doing. So are you taking the helicopter? Are you telling the helicopter to go towards the old factory before it heads to the vitamin store? Is it is it on the way towards the vitamin store? Or is it like? It's like kind of more like northward, a, but I mean, it's not it's far. Up to you yeah. if you. I mean, you could just blow past Imogen and leave her there. If you, it's up to you. I was yeah. one pointing the gun this, at the pilot. Yeah, I'd assume that this is uh, kind of something we've talked about about like she'll be on a rooftop nearby would i do i need to like try to spot her or do i do i see her you saw the flash of the sniper rifle oh okay so, great yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been rolling stealthy with any of this right i've been yeah. rolling flashy yeah right so i have not been like hiding at all where i'm at sure yeah so yeah i'll like uh tell the pilot uh uh drop the rope i'll, I'll drop the rope and say just fly hover over there and then continue that way uh, the vitamin store is just like right on Midtown, like right below the, uh, the, uh, the, the, what's it called? The highway. Okay. But yeah, I'll, I'll have him fly towards there. Okay. Uh, so it's just like, the fuck is going on? Don't worry and about it and you'll live, okay? <laughs> I promise. The, all right, fine, let's go. So he flies over towards the old factory, and there's a water tower on top. Im Imogen is standing around there, and Imogen, you see this life flight helicopter kind of hovering close to the roof, and then there is the uh, the extraction rope or whatever it's called. It just kind of comes down from a hatch. I'm gonna grab on. Like well, this is better than I had hoped. I'm gonna have you roll for this. Oh, roll for drama's do the sake. Yeah, to get up. Get yourself up. Okay, okay. Let me shift click on this gear wheel to reopen the character sheet. Okay. Um I'm gonna say like that sounds like quick, doesn't it? Because sure. it's yeah. not really time to be careful. Yeah. Well, it might be. It's tell me your approach. I, I feel like this in this scenario it's rushed and so Imogen's got to think quick if she's going to be, be able to make use of this rope. Okay. Yeah. Nicely done. Well, no, it's not nice. Oh, it's the I opposite of nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so mm, how do we? I rolled do a negative this? two, by the way, audience. There is a negative two on the dice. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm gonna say that you grab onto the rope. Uh-huh. The pilot does not care about you, so he mm -hmm. begins to peel off or take off uh, before you're completely ready. Uh -huh. Your hand slips and you fall, uh, you fall through a canopy. Oof. And <laughs> down towards where the uh, creatures are. Ah hell. So I'm gonna also give you a stress to handle for that. Okay. What is this, mild, moderate, severe? Um, no, I just mean like one stress for your stress boxes. Oh, not a consequence. Okay, Right. stress. And okay. then... Um, They're flying off, I kinda, do I need to take some follow-up action here potentially? Because they're yeah. starting to close in. 
Yeah, what would you like to do? Alright, so Imogen's like, well, shit, time for plan A. And, and like reaches for her beeper. And she knows the movements on it to get it to start, like, when you're testing the beeper volume. You mm -hmm. can get it to, like, just start going. And those things can get shrill, right? So she gets that thing going and just throws it out the building and hopefully onto some grass or something like that. And it's just beep, 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 beep. And vibrating and everything, right? Mm. She's going to use the cover of that to try and sneak off. Okay. Um, let's see how successful this is. Okay. That sounds like a sneaky roll. Okay. Can I... Do I need to use, like, a... Um, a fate point to to benefit from the th thing I threw. Oh yes, uh, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Okay, so I'll just take this down by one, and then we just imply a plus two to whatever I roll from the sneaky roll. Yeah, you're invoking the distracted by beeping aspect, I suppose. Sweet. Yeah. So four. All right. So yes, you manage. Yeah, you notice that these zombie-looking creatures all. Uh, focus in on your beeper and start heading towards it and they all like crowd around it and start trying to tear it apart and essentially devour it Sweet. tiny little objects it gives you just a moment to go are you going to try to go back upstairs or where are you going to head I'm just going to I'm using this as a distraction to get out of town right I'm going to lift it I'm just going to book it okay yeah. all right so I was hoping so, that would be my thing to like distract the zombies and get out of the this part of town. All right, yeah. So you run a couple of blocks northwards and you get to the barricade that separates the highway. And then mm -hmm. we will cut to Luca. Luca, okay. you are in this control room. There is only one hallway leading in and out and there's only one door leading in and out. You notice that there are about six of these um, special enforcers that are like crowding through the hallway. Two of them have riot shields and they're standing shoulder to shoulder. And they're um, like standing on the other side of the door. And then there's four of them behind, behind those two. And they're just kind of like crowding through the hallway, uh, getting ready to Luko. go inside. Okay, so Luca is aware of the situation. He pulls over his uh, coat to the right, or no, his, uh, I guess his EMT scrub uh, pocket and looks to a note that is inside of it. And on it says, uh, for you, uh, for you, Padre. And um, he puts it back in his pocket and... Uh, then goes down the hallway and tries to spear through the hallway. Okay, to get his way out. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. <laughs> he has a double Tommy gun. I don't know why he doesn't just use it, but he loves the spears. It's funny to me. <laughs> so that would be, um, I guess, forceful, and he's going to use another fate point. Okay. So I'm down to one. And that's going to give plus two on forceful, so he's just going to see what happens. You got a zero. <laughs> Alright, so the one that has a riot shield in front of you... Um, yeah, 
you try to spear him and he just knocks you with the shield. So you take one shift. Does that mean I have three shifts? What does that do? You have uh, you have some ticked off already, right? Yeah, I have two ticked off. I'm down to my last one. Yeah, so you would tick off the last one, and then after that, you're going to start taking consequences. Excellent. Okay. Alright, um, right, so cutting back to Gold and Talia in the helicopter, you guys see Imogen um, slip off the rope, um, almost get attacked by zombies, and then start running north. What would you guys like to do? Is north uh, towards the vitamin store or no? No, the vitamin store is east. Okay, I I just kind of want to get out of the situation, so I think even though I've stopped bleeding, we should still go to the to the vitamin store. Yeah. I'm going to actually try and talk to Linda Taylor, if that's possible. Okay. I'm just going to ask, did you know this How are you doing? Sorry, your hand was short off. What's going on? Did you uh, know this was happening? We're here to help you. Yeah, I, I figured Mark would try to do something, but I, I didn't think it would be this. Why did... Who was shooting at me and why? That's our associate. She was trying to get the... EMT Your associate there. was shooting at me? I didn't know she was going to shoot you. I thought she was going to cause a ruckus. I didn't know that you were going to be a target in real here. Okay. But we're getting you to the boss. We got you out of jail. I've stopped your bleeding. Uh, I'm gonna pull um, <laughs> a bag of cocaine out of my jacket and give it to her and say this should stop the pain, at least for a little while, and see if you'll take it. She dips her finger in it and then puts it all over her gums, and she's like nodding, and then she uh, pulls. She does like the little. Um, or yeah, she doesn't really have any implements, so I guess she just takes a pinch and snorts it out of the palm of her hand, other hand. Did she use the wrong hand at first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she sticks help? her bloody hand into there. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> My cocaine! What the fuck? She says, what about Jeff? Oh, he's dead. She's like, ah, dead, huh? He well, was trying to stab you with a shank when you only had one arm. I would call that a low blow, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> well, about time he died. Do you know why the boss wanted him dead? Because he's my husband. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, Would Gold hear this? <laughs> I guess. Gold will kind of like <laughs> freeze up because this is not something he would know about, I'd assume. Yeah. Say, so that's where I recognize her name from. Oh, hey, Gold. Been a few hey, years. Linda, uh, long time no see. Glad you're in almost one piece. Um, <laughs> Fancy meeting you this way again. 
Uh, yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've been in a crew now in the family. Moved on up. That's good. Yeah, uh, this is actually my first job, and, uh, aside from my cousin dying and one of my compatriots being a narc, uh, I'd say it's gone quite well. Yeah, well, you can't, can't win them all. So wait, Justin, was your character actually the narc? No, not at all. He's not actually a narc at all. Right. But he's against the Marks and family in some sort he of has way, which is what I got out of it. Yeah, motives. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, I'm going to say, I don't think I'll introduce myself. My name is Talia. You can call me Shorty if you want to. This is also my first thing. Um, uh, very excited to be here. I'm sorry your hand got blown off, but it's really nice to meet you. Um, I kind of got thrown into all of this. I had to deal with my father before this, but now I'm here and I'm ready to do whatever um, for the Martin family. I really actually kind of enjoyed this. Very exhilarating. It's a hot party. I oh, love yeah, all well. these pleasantries while she's fucking shot. <laughs> uh, hello, are hello. we... Yeah, you're approaching the vitamin store. Okay. Uh, I'll like point to the pilot, pull my gun, and I uh, just uh, land us there if you can. Alright, so the helicopter slowly but surely makes its way down, very awkwardly lands on the roof. There's clearly not supposed to be. <laughs> uh, is, is there like a, a, a door roof on the. a, a uh, access to the building? Yeah, you know what? That doesn't make any sense at all. He's gonna put it down in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as he lands, we'll take Linda Taylor out immediately and head to just start running towards the vitamin store okay so you're taking the uh linda taylor i can both take her no i'm gonna shoot the pilot in the head all right yeah no i'll take her oh shit <laughs> no witnesses and i got and i got uh, and i got martin the helicopter win-win <laughs> So, All right. Do well, I have to roll for that? Or can I, shoot uh, I mean, in the head completely unprepared, un unarmed. Like, I could make you roll for it, but yeah, I mean, you could Actually, just blast him. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot it with my silenced pistol. Okay. So he turns. He's about to turn and say something, and then the moment he does, he sees the uh, the barrel of your pistol, and then a flash, and then he's his uh, brains kind of splatter all over the windshield. And then the helicopter blades slowly start to wind down. Okay, I'm gonna drag his body out of the helicopter and kind of like, can I? You know, we said there were trash cans in the alley before. Yeah. When I first got here. I'm gonna put him, his body, in a trash can, and light it on fire. Perfect. <laughs> All right. And then I'm gonna walk in covered in blood into the basement store. Are you going? Are you guys going into the back room or the front entrance? We'll go through the back. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I yeah, feel like so would you land your helicopter yeah. in the parking lot? <laughs> uh, yeah. As we go uh, from the back, uh, I'll like look to and say, "Ah, uh, yes, I'm glad that you caught on. Huh? I promised him I'd let him live, but that means I would have needed you to do the dirty work." I get it. It is what it is. All right, uh, let's get into, into the store. Uh, and then he'll like, go into the back door and then knock, uh, do the dun-da-da-dun-dun. 
knock. Even a haircut? Yeah. <laughs> As you knock, uh, let's cut to Imogen. Imogen, you're approaching the barrier. Um, yeah. So you're getting to the point where it's the main highway that separates the urban decay area that is, like, closed off. Mm-hmm. Um, the barricade, is that, like, manned? Yes. I'm. But it's broken apart because the cab smashed through. Oh, but there right. are still two guards there who are, like, trying to reconstruct the barrier. Yeah, so I look ragged, like I've just been run through this place, right? So... I, I would have left the sniper rifle at the water tower, right? Okay. Uh, and so I'm approaching this place, just looking, like, haggard, and I've got my hands up, like, help, help! And I'm mm -hmm. trying to trick them into thinking I am a damsel. Nice. Okay. So there is... One guard continues to um, hammer away on the barricade, and the other one... Uh, lifts uh, his gun towards you and is kind of like inspecting you and he says what's the problem citizen why are you down on this side I was abducted and I need to make a phone call very quick uh, are you with the city guard or what would, yeah. the, what would be the word the terminology for that city guard but are Special you police are you the, the, yes oh that's yeah. brilliant I need a phone call with the mayor immediately the mayor? Yes. No, I don't have his number. Well, get me through to your superior, if you would. All right. Right now. So he walks over. They have an APC parked nearby. He opens up the driver's side. And he uh, pulls and out a... I have a, a stunt for this, if, if it mattered. Do what? I have a stunt for this, if, if it mattered. Okay. Um, is, uh, because of her striking presence, she has an advantage when convincing underlings to do a thing. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'd have to make you roll. But you weren't you weren't it. going to do that. So. No, I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So if I can get, like, through to dispatch and be like, I'm trying to reach Mayor Valentine, right? I said the, did I say the right thing? Um, I think you could... If you remember the, the chief of police is named Balzera... Who could you figure could like that? Who would be connected to the mayor? Yeah, get me through to Balzera. All right, so you see the the guy go over and take out the radio out of the uh, driver's side door, and then he he starts calling for Balzera. He's like, "Get me Balzera! Use it immediately!" And then uh, he hands the radio over to you. And oh, yeah. then there's a pause, there's some static, and then you hear a voice on the other side say, Who is this? It doesn't matter. But there is a wrapped present for the mayor down at the vitamin store. All right. Because I am that level of shitlord, y'all. Sorry, I am not the narc, though. But it's different. It's complicated. I'll let him know. Um, and then you hear like a definitive click. Like Sweet. He's hanging up. But Imogen's gonna go to a bar and rest after a, you know, a good day's work. Okay. 
Um, let's cut to Luca. Okay. You're in this hallway. You're on charging the other... through. Yes. <laughs> Am I almost death, but probably pretty sure. <laughs> but um, he's surrounded, I guess, by or just ran into the first two shield guys. Yeah, you're pretty stuck. Yeah, you okay. got the behind you. Um, and six guards in front of you. Okay, he brings out from his, the back of his uh, scrubs or EMT suit uh, his double Tommy gun and just starts close ranging, unleading it, unle- unleashing his uh, double Tommy gun, which is just two barrels with two, uh, uh, what are they called, the extended clips to the barrels. And it kind of holds side by side, so it's literally like holding Probably two like drum barrels. Yeah, 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 exactly, drum barrels. Um, but they're the they're opposite side of each other, so it's a two two handed weapon essentially. But yeah, it's like two having two uh, Tommy guns held together shooting. <laughs> do we want to just do this cinematically yeah. instead of rolling it and back and yeah. forth? Yeah. Do that. Okay, so Luca, you are blasting away. You blast at uh, the front two guards. You kill them. But the. So, yeah, their bodies get riddled with bullets and they start going down, and their shields uh, go down with them, which leaves the other four uh, open. And then the other four have uh, basically like assault rifles. And they. They so all Luca- train them on you. Yeah. Luca lets out a giant roar and uh, puts down the double uh, the double Tommy gun, realizes he's done for, grabs a cigar, lights it, and that is the end. Gets blown away. Alright, rest in peace, Luca. Cutting to the monument store. This turned very dramatic. Right? <laughs> Cutting to the vitamin store, we uh, we see the door open. It's John Miller standing on the other side. Um, and just as the door opens, you see that there is an APC uh, from the special enforcers who that is barreling into this parking lot and parks next to a next next to the helicopter we see this um yes you guys see this as you're going through the door is it just a solo officer in a patrol car no it appears to be multiple special enforcers how many cars can i tell how many officers there are there appears to be just one right now and the parking lot in the front of the building or the back i'm gonna say um uh, it's in the front, but there's a view of it. So, like, the front door is on one side, but then there's the alley on the right side. So, like, if you're facing the store, the front is there with the parking lot, but then in the alley, if you're standing in the alley, you can look down towards the towards the front where the parking lot is and see this APC. There. Okay, so they we can see them. They don't necessarily know we're there. They don't, yeah, they don't necessarily know anyone's in the alley right now. They're just looking at the front of the store. And John Miller just opened the door. Yeah, the side door, back okay. door. I'm going to whisper and say cops are out, special enforcers out front. 
John's like, what the fuck? I was like, uh... I don't know. We're the only two here. We know Luca was a narc. I doubt he got out of that prison alive. No idea where Imogen is. Yeah, I think, uh, whatever happened, you're right, John. There's a wrath that was amongst us. Uh, yeah. we gotta do a burn and run right now. Uh, yeah. is Mark here, or gotta go? Yeah, you see a similar scene as when when you first met Mark. Uh, he's surrounded by these three guys, but none of the people who are playing cards are still there. So uh, they, you see Mark. He's like very um, like as soon as you guys open the door, he like stands up from his seat dramatically and he goes over to Linda and he's like, "Linda, my God!" And then uh, he. <laughs> He like embraces her and they start kissing and then but then he's uh he looks at her hand and he's like my god what did they do to you mark there's no time for this special forces outside they know we're here yeah no. they know what? something's going on all right um let's do a quick roll or yeah what would you guys like to do in this instance before we do a quick roll oh sorry i accidentally oh that's okay oh. we can keep that I, if the Don doesn't want anything else from me, I want to quickly, like, sneak away and, like, blend into the shadows. Okay. But I don't want to leave if Mark Martin needs me for something. Um. He's about I mean, to need I a would, lot of things. Yeah, I would say it's, it's your call. He hasn't really directly communicated anything. Well, I have two guns in my... I guess I will... Is everyone in here armed? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give the guard gun to Linda Martin in her hand that's not blown off, because I have two. <laughs> and we'll say, here. Like, like, kind of like toss it on the table or something, because I don't have time, and I'm going to try and sneak like behind the building away from special forces. Okay. Uh, Gold will, like, uh, ask, um, what's his name? John Miller? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll ask John Miller. Uh, John, did you get the family doctor? Yeah, yeah, she's right over here. All right, uh, just tend to her hand. Mark, uh, he'll, like, turn to him. Uncle, um, he'll, like, take out the necklace that, uh, his cousin would wear. Um, and it has like a photo of him and uh, him and uh, what's her name uh, Linda Taylor on it and say look we did what you asked both of it my cousin's uh, dead and you have your woman and just once you know that uh, I I'm here for the family. Uh, wouldn't uh, let that rat live, even though he is family to me by blood. This this crew means more to me than that. Uh, and he will uh, say that we got a burn and run. Cops are here. This is not gonna end well, Uncle. You did good, kid. He did good. He takes the necklace, he puts it in his pocket, and then um, you see him pull out a gun. And Linda, 
gets her gun ready. And then Talia runs out the door. I would Here's a gun later, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to try and, like, leave the premises, but I'm trying to just get, like, an advantage on the cops and, like, get around the corner and have my gun oh. on. Okay, all right. So I'm so not, like, just... fully leaving. I'm just trying to, like, be in the shadows if they do approach to hopefully, like, have, like, back cover, I guess. Okay. Uh, 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 does anyone know how to drive a helicopter? <laughs> I will remind you, the helicopter's right next to the cop cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just an, an escape option. I just want to know if anyone in the family knew how to pilot one. Uh, John and Mark let it look at each other, and they're just like, eh, I don't know, they shrug, and they both shrug. All right, uh, well, <laughs> we're going to need some sort of vehicle to get out of here. Yeah, he's coming. I feel like we should call it here to leave you on a cliffhanger. Ah, okay. I agree. Yeah, but I want to get to Luca and address what Luca's secrets were and kind of conclude that character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. So, um, I guess who would find the letter would be the, the best starting point. I guess a officer, but it wouldn't really have much impact if an officer read it. Mm. They could, would... Go ahead. No, I, I'm not sure. Imogen is trying to, like, implant herself with the police at this point, right? Or, no, she walked off. So she also kind of just checked out of the story. So never mind. Well, maybe they would end up putting you, like, in the city morgue. And then your possessions would go to um, my padre. So my padre is reading the letter in the morgue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we'll do that dramatic thing that they do on TV shows where they read the letter post-mortem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I got it written. So I'll try to get it going. At least can cut all. It's probably like read over like if it was a video like footage of like the shootout happening at the Mark Martin like vitamin store like so you've got like the very soft and like drama that's happening there with you reading the letter over the top of it right oh hell yeah hell yeah I so um to padre i died for freedom i died for martin's greed and to stop it they bullied the town long enough my padre's restaurant or i guess i wouldn't have to say my padre you can cut this part out but um your restaurant was burned down by the Martins, and you could no longer afford to pay their taxes. So the economy is tanked, and everyone is grabbing for themselves. And sometimes in chess, the queen seems just too powerful, especially to lose to a pawn. Sometimes it just takes the right moves to set up the queen. Sometimes you have to lose to lose a pawn. Today, I am the pawn. I am dying. I have no way to provide for my padre after I die. I may not be able to support him, but I will leave the world in a better place for him. Please send my love to Linda, my daughters Limonata, Rosa, Arancianata, Clementina, my sons Melograno and Pompelmo, and my three dogs Gato, Maka, and Katie, and my padre, and you, my padre. I just hope you're proud of me. I've never followed what you said to do and you always saw my best for it. Also, zombies and asthmatics don't mix. If it wasn't for emphysema or the guards at the prison, I'd probably be 
done in by zombies. I'd rather not die in fear, but doing something that means something. Forever gone, forever loved, Luca San Pellegrino. Sorry, did you name all of your children after the flavors of San Pellegrino? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> That's very funny. That's a good touch at the end. It's a good touch. And all my dogs Amazing. were named after cats in different languages. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 character building. I love it. Thank you. That was fun. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm wondering how to incorporate you in the fourth session. Yeah. I guess I'll have to, I'll come up with something. We'll, we'll do some uh, character, do some development, some building. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so Luca wasn't the knock you were just trying to get some revenge on the Martins because they ruined your family's business. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's why he didn't really like react to seeing you do stuff or to anyone doing anything shady because his goal was not anything. It didn't really matter. Nothing mattered to him other than get into the prison and uh yeah, make sure to free everybody and because they've all been wrongly imprisoned by the Martin family and uh, yeah, Valentine family too, probably. But <laughs> my main my main issue is with the Martins, or Lucas was. Dope. I loved it. Hell yeah! You can't have a heist without a death, <laughs> right? All right. Uh, do we want to do plugs? Yeah. Here we go. Sure. Kick it off, Ryan. Uh, hi, uh, I play, I'm Ryan, I played Quentin Goldmartin for y'all tonight, and I also will be streaming on Twitch in 2022, uh, at twitch.tv slash ballinryan. Justin. Okay, well you can check out the music, I actually did write a theme for this thing, so that that's gonna be posted once we get the first episode up. Um, for the theme of the heist um, but you can go see my music that's been seen throughout the episodes at bandlabs.com slash mixsushi3 and yeah you can hear some of my the, the goblin theme song or, or even our closer all of it's up there it's kind of my favorite music because it has a little more point than what I write <laughs> nice Kai I'm Kai, thank you for listening. Uh, if you are on Twitter, you can find me at Kitchid with two Ds. That's K-I-C-H-I-D-Z. Howdy, I'm Brandon. I played Imogen Bradley, the uh, backstabbing, mayor-loving uh, enforcer. Uh, you can find me on the various socials at the, the BWT. That's me. Hey, I'm Chris. I was your fate master, and um, you can find me at Chris Gamble Photos on Instagram. Just put some photos on there today, actually. And um, yeah, Raven's Realm Tabletop. Follow that, review that in its various forms. We would appreciate that. Um, yeah, appreciate you guys listening. Join Raven Realm Tabletop. Join Re- Raven's Realm Tabletop now. <laughs> Or else. Yeah. Or, we also have come like, after you. or else, yeah, we know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Consider this a threat. 
If you're a fan also, of the podcast, join our podcast Facebook group or the Discord and come talk to us in the podcast chat. Like, there's there's ways to communicate and work with us and whatnot, and we totally talk over characters and stuff like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And reviewing just got added to Spotify, so if you're a Spotify podcast listener, please give us a review on there to help us bump on the Spotify chart as well. Super oh, awesome. appreciate that. Nice, nice. All right, well, this is going to be the epilogue instead of episode four. So we are just going to quickly pick up where the cliffhanger left off and then establish several things and then talk about what everyone's secrets were and how their characters reach a conclusion. So when we last left our adventurers, the special enforcers were closing in on the vitamin store. Um, there is a side exit door and then there is a front door. Right? So the police are closing in. They are going through the front of the store and then they uh, start going into the back of the store. So two things happen. Um, John Miller... pulls out a badge and points it and points his gun at Mark Martin. Quentin Quentin Gold and uh, Talia are in this room. What would you like to do? I would like to take a shot at John Miller. I'm running out the fucking door. <laughs> There's no way I'm staying. Okay. Uh, can you roll for quick? Real yeah. quick, no pun intended. Yeah, is there anything I can use, like chaos or something, to um, add Actually, to you it? know what? Uh, I have not done a single compel this whole time, which is, like, ridiculous that I forgot to do that. So I'm actually going to compel you to start lighting shit on fire to add to the chaos. Oh, absolutely! I'm doing that. <laughs> okay. What do I have to do? <laughs> so I just start uh, I was smiling somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would just say that you you accomplish uh, you light the table, the card table on fire. I suppose. Oh yeah, I take out my like beauty butane like lighter that I've modified to be a blowtorch <laughs> and start lighting the the card table on fire. And maybe there's some like of like the packing stuff that you get in pill bottles. I'm setting that on fire as I like run out the room. Okay, uh, then just roll for quick to get away from this. As you Can see, I add there's anything to that or no? Um, yeah, go ahead and uh, add a plus two. So we'll say that you're invoking the aspect of the room which is on fire. Happily, okay. As a as a cover for your quick roll. Okay, so, so I rolled a two on quick, and then I add two, so I go to four. Four. So, okay, so you make it safely out the side door, so you're safe. Okay. Um, from cover. Or, yeah, you're safely covered by the fire as a distraction. You just make it out the side door. Um, Quentin Gold, what are you doing? You still there? You there, Ryan? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, so I rolled a two, uh, like, 
prematurely, remember last time? Oh, okay. So do you want me to keep that too, or do you want me to roll again? I don't no, know. No, that's fine. So you're quickly taking a shot at... Yeah, no, I'm just going to... John Miller. I'll say you fucking narc. Uh, and take a shot. All right. Um, I'd rather do it cinematically than um, mechanically. So we'll just say uh, John Miller is pulls out his gun and badge to try to arrest Mark. And in a instant, you pull out your gun and just blast. Or yeah, tell me how you kill him. Yeah, no, I just will blast him in the head. And say, oh, what a shame. Kind of liked him. So he just like his eyes go blank as the there's just like a little circular bullet wound right in his forehead and then his brains blow out the other side and then he just collapses into a heap onto the card table and then you notice as soon as you do that you notice the room is on fire so um what are you doing to get out i would assume you want to get out uh i would is mark martin almost out yeah, he's trying to follow behind Talia. Yeah, no, I'll try to like push the push the uh, what's it called the uh, Gertie or is it the stretcher out? Uh, try to you know help with the escape. Mark my okay, I, I would I'd prioritize their exit over my own. Oh, nice. Okay, all right. So you're pushing stuff out of the way, and then you notice that uh, Mark and Linda go through the door. Just as the room starts to um, get fully enveloped in flames, and the police are trying to enter the room, but then they back off because it's on fire. And as we exit, did are the are the, the like guards? Cops, the yeah, the cops are all in the like the main part of the okay. vitamin store. So and you do have a small window of opportunity if you want to get to the uh, helicopter instead. Yeah, uh, for the men, the crew, like the guards for Mark Martin, are they out too? Or are they? Oh, yeah, oh, the guards, oh, the bodyguards. Yeah, bodyguards. they're out. They're out too. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll say, uh, we just kind of book it to the helicopter. Yeah. Well, oh well, the pilot's dead. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be, uh, someone kills him. Nobody can. Quick, this would be a quick learn. Maybe the, the APC. I don't know. I don't want to tell you what to do. Wait, it's your call. Uh, yeah. You and Tally are both out there, so you guys can talk about. Wait, is a fingerprint technology at this point in time? In '93, yeah. Okay, then I'm throwing a napalm into the helicopter. <laughs> just just as quentin is rounding the corner looking at the helicopter it blows up and i love that that all right uh uh i will try to get the the family members into the apc is it empty or yeah it is empty our cops are in the vitamin store yeah we'll go in and i'll we'll try to hotwire this car Try to I'll, cleverly I'll, use my hot wiring research and knowledge. I'll say for the keys for convenience sake. Yeah, it's just it's still running. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just wheel wheel Linda Taylor in and just hop on in. Okay, and then on into the sunset. Yeah, uh, I'll ask. Uh, hey, uh, Uncle, is there anywhere we can lay low for a bit? Yeah, I got a place. 
Alright, what's it called? Where am I going? I gotta place, um... Jim Bob's Surf Shack. Alright, well, On the uh, west side of town. We'll head there. Uh, drive around, uh, like, a little bit to lay off some of the heat. Um, and, yeah, make make our way. Uh, t- uh, 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 Gold will ask, uh, Shorty. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Shorty, uh, I know you live around this suburban area, right? Uh, do you want to get dropped off? Uh, or Can you, you drop wanna... me back off at the hospital? I need to yeah, get, get my your bike. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I'll, I'll drop you off there, and I'll, like, drive on our way, drop her off at the motorcycle. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, as soon as he drops me off, I'm going to wait until they drive off a little bit. I'm going to set my motorcycle on fire, <laughs> change into different clothing, and slink away. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, shit hit uh, the fan, uh, Uncle. Uh, as you can tell, but uh, you got your girl, and Got the job done. Well, yeah. It looks like you don't have to pay as many people as you thought you would. So I guess there is an upside. But uh, things have gotten a lot more difficult. Uh, the inmates have been released um, due to Luca and uh, haven't heard or seen of Imogen ever since. Damn. That's, uh, that's just, uh, well, I expected to lose some of you. <laughs> I honestly didn't, uh, I wasn't sure about sending you on this one, but here we are. But, uh, I got, got my girl. Jeff is dead. That's all I can ask for. He did good, kid. That's all I can say. It's quite a mess, though. Uh, you, yeah, you'll see, like, Gold will just not respond and, like, kind of drive silently, uh, and then there will be, like, uh, from the corner of his eye, just like one single tear sheds, um, like away from Mark Martin, and he'll just mm. keep driving. Uh, and then once he gets there uh, to the location, I'll say, uh, "All right, we're here." <laughs> all right, so you uh, you pull into a uh, the Surfside tourist area, and you notice that the the beach area is actually quite nice. And then there is a like a tacky tourist shop with a surfboard on on top of it, and um, a lot of like little t-shirts and flip-flops and stuff like that. And uh, Jim Bob waves you guys in there. This is uh, quite peaceful, Uncle. Good a spot as any. Damn, I just can't believe John though. He's telling me that you guys were the rats. Yeah, surprising. Um, but glad that he's all taken care of. Able to sniff it out quick enough for you. Yeah, it's crazy how it all wrapped up there like that conveniently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, what's next? The mayor is probably going to come at us harder, and now we don't have a place to call home, I guess. Well, one thing one thing is for certain. You gotta lay low for a while. This should be the spot. All, All right. right. <laughs> we'll call it there. 
Um, alright, so, um, we'll talk about, we should talk about the ultimate fate of each character after that, and then what each character's, um, secrets were. Can we come back to this reality as a different character and deal with these zombies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, if we wanted, like, do another... Uh, campaign in this setting, or I would totally be down like for that. Another three part for like season two, we could just continue it into a roll it into something more, you know, and have some development. Yeah, it could be interesting. But yes, master stories between everybody, every character. Well, let me tell you about, um, let's see. So, John Miller. John Miller was the rat the whole time. I had, <laughs> I had sent a message to each of you privately telling you that um, you are not the rat, but someone is. So none of us were the rat? I thought it might have been what, Jimmy the Hand. Yeah, I also thought it was Jimmy because he lies and he doesn't like cops. It was just like such a clear, like bad cover story that I thought it might be him just for like the bluff on the bluff but if it was just John Miller that's interesting sorry about my dogs uh yeah (laughs) yeah so I kind of just did that to be like uh, to get you guys to all think that it it was one of you guys but it was actually none of you guys um old trick in the book (laughs) that's so great the whole time I was distrustful of uh, Imogen (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I didn't trust Imogen regardless of if she was the dog and uh, yeah John was the one who followed you out into the alleyway and was like you guys are rats but he had like no proof or evidence that he put forward so he was clearly just projecting so he was creating i get it yes man what a <laughs> punk but he's dead as for mark martin um yes what happens to the martin family <laughs> or it yeah. can be continued but you know whatever I would say that the Martin family gets wildly fractured after this. Like the, um, the inmate release contributes to the Gonzalez crew, um, gaining the upper hand and eventually becoming like the main crime family and overtaking the Martins. And at a certain point, um, Mark Martin would get cornered by the Gonzalez gang and captured by them and then um pretty much unceremoniously killed off so then the gonzalez crew takes over now what is the gonzalez's political stances on things are are they more like uh utilitarian or 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 are they just continue the mob life um what do you think what sounds interesting to you I think it'd be funny if he was more of like a Jimmy Hoffa type <laughs> and was mm-hmm. more like supporting workers and unions and things like that. <laughs> right? And he yes. was like, I don't really care about the mo- like, 
definitely doing like shady shit behind the scenes, but it's also like, let's uplift these people out of poverty and get them equal wages and things like that. Especially since all these people have been released from prison and definitely don't have jobs. I love it. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cool. So do, do we want to go with uh, Gold? What happens to Quentin Gold after his uncle dies? Uh, yeah, after his uncle dies, um, he takes time to like do small jobs for the Martin family. Uh, and as he sees the decline, uh, he would strategically know to make his exit, but is now kind of working behind the scenes and is a freelancer at most and is kind of just in the shadows, always watching, always thinking, uh, and planning a move to one day start his own family and revive the Martin family name. Nice. All right. And your secret was obviously that Jeff was your relative. Yeah. So that put you in conflict with the part of the, that part of the mission. Um, Luca, you know, we know what happened to him, unfortunately. Your secret was that um, you're secretly against the Martin family the whole time. But yeah. not the rat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just had an alternate ulterior motive. Let's go to Talia. What what ends up happening to Talia? Okay, so after Talia burns her motorcycle and like runs into the um the darkness, she kind of tries to like use her connections and stuff in the underground crew with like a lot of the other like like I don't know, street rat children and things like that, tries to get a new identity um, just so, because she's afraid of the Martin family and, like, doesn't want to work for them anymore but doesn't want them to be able to track her. So she mm. kind of, like, tries to get a new identity, goes by the name. It's, like, not a good, like, not a good, like, hide. Her name is Natalia now. <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> But then she goes to school for engineering as best as she can, like on the mainland. And then she works mainly at her father's jewelry store to make some money on the side. Um, and is glad that the Martin family is out of the way so that her family is no longer in, like, has to worry about their safety. And why would they have to worry about their safety? Yeah, so um, if you remember at the very beginning, one of the options was to like rob the jewelry store. So Zell's jewelry is owned by my father. Um, so I just definitely didn't, I don't like my father. He's really annoying and like uppity and in my face, but I don't want him to die. And I don't want our family's fortunes to get to the same way that Luca's family did with the Martins kind of just destroying stuff and ruining our family wealth. Um, so that was like my main thing that I was dealing with. Additionally, which is something that we can explore maybe in another campaign, Neon Corp has bought a majority share in sales jewelry now. So there's like really direct ties between Talia and Neon Corp, which is not great when it comes to the zombies and all of the nefarious things that they are doing, but she's kind of just hit, keeping her head low, working at the counter and trying to get her way through her education. She still definitely does, like, probably works, like, on the side for the Gonzalez family, like, making bombs and stuff because they know that she, like, she she can go by a different name, like, make those things on the street. Awesome. Yeah, so the 
the plan was if you were unsuccessful in convincing everyone not to rob the jewelry store, like so if maybe you managed to get your father away from work that day or something of that nature to like make sure he was safe, the fallout from robbing the jewelry store would be that Neon Corp would would uh, take interest in this crew and like why they robbed this particular store that they had money tied to. So Neon Corp would show up and start causing problems for the crew. But you were successful in um, diverting them, which is funny. Like if you listen to the first recording, the way that you go about. I was so nervous that entire recording. Like <laughs> my heart was beating so far out of my chest. I was like, why do this one? It's the least amount of money. Don't touch a jewelry store. And I thought it was being really obvious about it, but no one questioned me. So I think it worked out. It worked out perfectly. Um, well, it doesn't look like Brandon is back, so what do you guys think should be Imogen's ultimate fate? Like, I'll, I'll leave it in your hands. I mean, I'm sure she would eventually find her way back to Mayor Valentine and try to, like, reconnect with him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then uh, the wife discovers, or already... Was she already aware of them, or she just... Or nothing. I feel like it should be like a Bill Clinton scenario where like he's re running for re-election for mayor and it's it's found out that he has this crime syndicate woman as his mistress and it foils like Valentine's plans for re-election. And then and then the mayor's like, We need to get rid of this lady. <laughs> and, like, <that's> <laughs> and we never hear from her again. <laughs> so she doesn't die, she just gets publicly disgraced. She gets publicly disgraced and possibly disappeared. Yeah, the oh. the Bill Clinton treat or the Clinton treatment. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the I guess the only other thing was that the helicopter pilot alluded to the fact that Neon Corp, through its like chemical processing and and that type of thing, accidentally created these zombie virus, uh, like or zombie outbreak kind of like a 28 days later type scenario where it was like it's more um biological than it is supernatural so it's like so they basically no just, warlock <laughs> no they like had chemical poisoning mm. oh so they were zombies. people that were turned into these zombies by working at the factory yeah even more reason for the gonzalez family to get involved and help the workers yeah, the whole like the there was an overarching theme of like industrial. Um, I'm back. Wickedness. Oh, we just decided uh, Imogen's fate. Oh boy, what happened? <laughs> um. So when Mayor Valentine, she she reconnects with Mayor Valentine, and then um, Mayor Valentine is trying to get reelected and their affair goes public. Oh no. So Imogen oh, no. gets publicly disgraced and then potentially disappeared by the police. Oh no. And we should also mention Jimmy the Hand. Jimmy the Hand oh, yeah. is just like sitting in a lowly in a lonely jail cell like just doing 25 to life. And he wasn't at the jail that I um Busted every, or Luca broke everyone out of. Oh, you know what? 
That's or was he point. at the federal prison? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if the turnaround would be like less than 24 hours for right. him to be in there. No, he'd be in a jail yeah. cell. Unless He's he was already downtown. broken out from it, but... Maybe his fate is mysterious. Ooh. We don't really know what happened to Jimmy's hand. I do want to know what his motives were, though. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. That's also a good point. Um, So, he... He was supposed to be a... uh, Like a sociopath. And I was going to have him... uh, He was supposed to be like a killer of civilians. Let's see... You are a psycho who blends in well with society, but you also like to kill hostages and bystanders if you can get away with it. So the whole, the whole point of that was like you, if you were doing some kind of uh, standoff or something of that nature, he was supposed to like kill someone at the completely wrong time and cause chaos. So I kind of went with him like being a liar. He's also like a a very weird killer. Mm. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, but I, I got to head out. But thank yep. you, Chris, for doing these sessions. Yeah, thank you, you know, so much. It was much. a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. I enjoyed yeah, it. Thank, thank you. you guys for playing. Yeah, we can call yeah. it there. I kind of think of Luca's Padre to open a pizza place. <laughs> Padre's <laughs> <works> Pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do we ever get our money from Martin or no? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I mean, Talia never goes back to the Martin family, right? No. So there's really no way. I want to know if like gold's like rich or something, and that's how he kind of builds up his own mafia family eventually. Yeah, I would assume gold is the only one who actually got paid for that. Yeah. For being a good boy the whole time. Yeah, for being way too loyal. <laughs> way too loyal. He was way too loyal. Kind of reminded me of uh, Christopher from The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we can call it there. Appreciate thank you all playing. Yeah, yeah it was a fun session. Great job with the DMing. Chris, yeah. this is great. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you.